or should I say, no, no, it is not a feel-good Friday. It's not. There's nothing about this that feels good. There's nothing about this that's going to make me feel good until I hear the words, he's not going to pitch in any important games anymore, that's going to make me feel good. Al, what, 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 what in the world were they doing last night? That was just unbelievably terrible from the beginning until the end. This was a terrible decision on top of a terrible decision on top of a terrible decision, followed by an unbelievable attempt to misdirect the attention by getting kicked out of a game. This, this was a disaster last night. I'm very, very curious to hear from Dodger fans and kind of, you know, where's the blame going to be pointed at? I know you feel a certain way. Um, Dodgers should have won this series against the oh. San Francisco Giants. Dodgers should be in first place in the NL West. Dodgers, without a lot of their big guns, outplayed the San Francisco Giants up until the final inning of the last two nights, uh, Wednesday night and Thursday night. And as much attention that was paid to Kenley Jansen a night ago, I think that completely shifts because the conversation should be about Dave Roberts this morning, and I think most of that conversation will be about Dave Roberts. And that's not to throw, give a clear path to Kenley Jansen, but uh, Trav, some decisions being made by your captain that you're questioning a lot of those decisions. It, it was a series of bad decisions. And, and look, you know what it was? It was managerial malpractice last night. I am a Dave Roberts fan. I think that Dave Roberts, more often than not, and that's not even good enough, that Dave Roberts is a good manager. Dave Roberts has done a really good job with this team over the time that he's been there. You know, everybody's going to make a decision here or there that you kind of scratch your head and say, why did they do that? But generally speaking, he has done a really good job. He was terrible last night. It was a terrible managerial performance because Kenley Jansen on Wednesday night kicked the game. He threw 27 pitches and couldn't get out of the ninth inning. And for the first time all season, the San Francisco Giants went into the ninth inning behind and came out with a win. Okay, their first time all season. 27 pitches, and he couldn't get three outs. Kenley Jansen, under the best of circumstances, doesn't pitch two days in a row. He's really not that guy anymore where you can just stack appearance after appearance after appearance on him. That doesn't work anymore. The day after... He kicks a game with 27 pitches, which, by the way, I'll chalk that up to blank happens. Closers blow games every once in a while. Not a huge deal. It's disappointing. Not a huge deal. To run him out there 24 hours later and have that man throw 33 pitches on the heels of throwing 27 the night before, that's 60 pitches in two days, and he didn't get six out. They tear it very clearly he didn't have it. He got four guys in a row get on base. He was not coming into the strike zone. And when he did come into the strike zone, guys were getting really healthy cuts against his pitches. The ball wasn't moving. He wasn't locating. And that's not Kenley Jansen's fault. That's just not knowing that your guy doesn't have it that night. Or even worsely, that's a guy wanting to be right. That's a guy wanting to say, I told you Kenley Jansen's my my closer. I told you he's my guy. Watch this. I'm running him back out there. And his attempt to be loyal to one guy... He screwed everyone else wearing a Dodger uniform last night. He never should have been out there. Blake Trinan, the night before, threw seven or nine pitches. On, on Wednesday night, Blake Trinan threw nine pitches, lights out. Last night he comes in, he throws seven pitches, lights out. Sixteen pitches, and, he's, and he can't pitch the ninth inning? What the hell are we doing?
What 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 was that? It doesn't make any sense to me that a manager as good as Dave, Dave did the right thing last year in the World Series. When the Dodgers found themselves in a situation where they knew Kenley Jansen couldn't close the door in those games, they said, blanket, give me Julio Rios, give me Blake Trinan, give me anybody but Jansen in these spots, and what happened? They won the damn World Series. And just because he pitched well in spring training, just because he pitched well in May and June, just because his numbers look pretty good, this was inevitable. This is exactly what I was saying was going to happen. And it's not Kenley's fault. Last night was Dave Roberts' fault. Loyalty to a fault. I'm done. I'm, hey, by the way, that's you do your thing, and I love it. And I think uh, the way you just kind of express yourself the last couple of minutes, I think a lot of Dodger fans obviously feel the same way. They're heated. They're coming into a Friday. You got Morales saying Friday like a mug, and he's questioning whether he should do it. Why? Because everybody's going to feel a certain way coming into this series against the Rockies. Um, loyalty to a fault. Let me kind of explain what I mean. I'm a fan of that type. I like coaches that say, I'm not going to take the pressure from the fan base. I'm not going to take the pressure from the media. I'm going to let my guy prove that he can get it done, whether that's the NBA, that's the NFL, that's Major League Baseball. I like managers and coaches that do that. But, Trav, there comes a point where you're hurting the player. There comes a point where you're hurting your team. I thought last night was a perfect example. Let, let me just let me, let me kind of throw this your way. Dodgers had a mm-hmm. – okay – Kenley comes in again. This is coming off the 27 pitches that you mentioned. What do you go? A third of an inning gave up three runs on Wednesday night. Okay? So you're already on kind of shaky ground a little bit with Kenley. Because, by the way, on Sunday he blew a uh, he blew a, a save as well. So it's two, that's Green two straight. You're walking into to last night. Don't you have to be incredibly cautious of how you're going to use Kenley? Um, Kenley gets the first out. Then he gives up a base hit. Then he gets a second out. Then he gives up a double. Don't you at that moment say, okay, do I really want to put this on Kenley's back right now? Do I really want to put Kenley in a position where he can kind of take this to another level? I I think you said something that was really interesting about Dave Roberts. I felt like during the game he wanted to prove people wrong. Not I want to make the right decision. I want to prove – I want to make sure that people – he wanted to be right. And then what he said after the game takes it to another level. Yeah. I mean, he was saying things where I'm like, yeah. Dave, you're going to point the finger at yourself at all? Or is this everybody else's fault? Is it the umpire's fault? And it's, you know what, Chris Taylor could have done this and you got to stretch it second. I mean, I felt like the finger was pointed everywhere but himself. That part bothered me. Yeah, you bring up a good point, Lee. And Let's take Kenley Jansen's emotional state out of this. Let, let, let's not say that we have to talk about this in a sense where, you know, Kenley, he, we, we want to make sure that he feels good about his role moving forward. Let's just put the, that to your point. He went out there and threw 27 pitches on Wednesday and I didn't pitch well. Maybe you're thinking, I'm going to run him back out there, and I wouldn't sign up for this, but at least this would make some sense. I'm going to run him back out there on Thursday night. We got a two-run lead. We got a cushion. If he gets in any trouble at all, out. I'm Take going him to out. get him because he, mm-hmm. he he's out, out. And instead, because you were worried about his psyche, you're worried about his the loyalty and having a guy's back, however you want to describe it, which under most circumstances is admirable, you made it worse because not you only did he get tagged again, it, exactly, it demolishes his psyche and you lose the game. This 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 was look. It was two days ago, Al. 
where we were talking about that's one of the best Dodger wins we've seen all season. Yep. Will Smith hits a walk-off home run bottom of the ninth mm-hmm. inning, and we're thinking, okay, here we go. They Orius grind is coming. back. By the way, they, pitch you know, great. They, mm-hmm. You lose. Bueller goes out there. Okay, he's going he's gonna to get us one. He goes out there, pitches great. You lose. That in this effort to protect him, you lose twice, and his psyche is still in pieces. It, it just it, it there were there was no win in there in leaving him out there. And I want you you just mentioned it a second ago what Dave said after the game, where Dave's talking about you know he's still my closer. Here he is talking about what he's going to do with that ninth inning guy. I thought uh, there was a ground ball that um, you know was converted and should have been a force out. Um, we didn't make the play at second base, in my opinion, um, and the check swing and some other, you know, the one, two to four, two walk to Vossler can't happen. Um, but again, I, I thought the game should have been over a couple times, actually, in that inning. Yeah, not a okay. fan of that. I'm no. not a fan of that. No. No. The, the, this was did, – did the rough – did Darren Ruff swing the bat? Yeah, he did. It should have been strike three. You know what else that was? It was ball five. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Dodgers got a break to begin with because by, by the, the way, umpire I, I called a pitch a strike. I can't tell you how much I appreciate, and I guarantee you listeners do appreciate it, if you're sitting back just saying, well, that's, that's why we lost the game. The fact that you're saying, wait, did you see earlier in that count when – um, Kenley yep. Jansen and the Dodgers got a benefit of a strike that was a ball. A lot of people don't yep. want to point that out, and I think that's smart of you to point it out. Yeah, no, it was ball five. I mean, they gave Kenley Jansen five balls to try to get a guy out, and he couldn't do it. Did he swing? Yeah, he did. Did the guy miss the call? Absolutely he did. Are umpires bad? Yeah, they are. The Dallas tried to give the Dodgers a gift at second base on that play. I was watching the game on TV, Slee, and I knew the guy was safe the second the play took place. They bang him out. The umpires were not the problem last night. The problem was the decision-making that led to a chance for the umpires to make a bad call. Because if Blake Trinan goes out there after throwing 16 pitches in two days, who's just gone through guys like he's the best version of, I don't know, Dennis Eckersley or Trevor Hoffman or whoever your favorite closer is, Mariano Rivera, take your pick. And yet instead we go to the guy that, that got tagged the night before. And you go to the guy who and, – and Slee, here's the thing that scares me the most about this because Dave is saying they're not going to make a change at closer. You'll hear that in a second. But – He's pitching the way he pitched last year when he really struggled, which is I'm afraid to come in the zone. I know if I come in the zone with this stuff, it's going to get hit hard. So I'm, I'm trying to catch corners. I'm trying to get swing and misses at pitches out of the zone. These guys are good. They're good. They're major league hitters. They're not going to swing at bad pitches very often, and he knows when he comes into the zone he's going to get hit. And Dave needs to know that. Dave needs to understand that you need to do something different. And here he is saying how he's not going to consider a change at that closer position. I just don't get this. No, he'll be off tomorrow. But I, but I, like I said, DG, I, I thought, um, you know, that play at second base, um, if we stretch, uh, he's out. The game's over. Um, the, the check swing, the game's over. And I don't think we're having this conversation. You know, he was going to be down tomorrow regardless. And so... You know, so I, I don't I'm not reconsidering his role. Travis and Slee was brought to you by Progressive Insurance and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I, I don't get that. What he's I don't believe not him. Say, I don't believe what, him. Well, I don't believe him either. But yeah. what he's not saying, Al, is why was he out there in the first place? Was there a bad call from the first base umpire on the check swing? Yes. 
Yes, it was. It was a bad call. He swung the bat, but why was he out there to begin with? Why did you need a call to go your way to win the game when your guy that's out there shouldn't have been there in the first place and you're still pretending that that wasn't the issue as opposed to an umpire blowing a call? I I, I don't understand. Let me throw a scenario out to you. Okay, Let's say Dodgers win the game yesterday 3-1. And let's say Kenley gets the last out after – after the double, so you got guys on second and third. Let's say they get the last out there. Yesterday you asked me this. You said, if if I tell you that Kenley Jansen's coming in, it's a one-run game, how do you feel? And I said uneasy. And you said, yeah, a lot of Dodger fans feel that way. We had a caller call in and say that he was eight rows back, and the moment Kenley was coming mm-hmm. in, there was this, like, this feeling of like, oh, geez, what's going to happen here? Even if Kenley gets through that game yesterday, even if Dave Roberts, the way he's claiming, you know what, that was a strike, we should have been out of it, this shouldn't even be a conversation, it's not like Kenley just walked through guys in the ninth. It's not like you would have been walking away saying to yourself, well, I feel a lot a lot better about Kenley Jansen. Now, it, it obviously went the worst way. They end up losing 5-3, gives up four runs, coming off a night that he gave up three runs. He's gave up seven runs in a third of an inning and two-thirds of an inning. He's gave up seven. You already said what Blake has done over the last you know, two nights and 16 pitches. He threw 60 pitches. So yeah. I think even if you come out with that win yesterday, the way the inning was playing out, and, and you said something about you know, the Giants are, this is kind of how they've built their team this year. They're patient at the plate. They're gritty. They're going to try to uh, – they're going to do all those small little things because they don't have the talent that the Dodgers do, and they took advantage of really poor managerial positions more than anything else. It was it was a disaster. There was nothing about that that you can say, yeah, I kind of get it. You know, so everyone's and and here here's a part too that we haven't touched on too much, Al. That I think was. Dave's emotions got the best of him. Dave Dave Roberts is not a fire and brimstone guy. Dave Roberts is not a guy that's Earl Weaver, Tommy Lasorda, go out there, Lou Pinella, chew on the umpire, and get yeah. kicked out once a week. That's not his deal. He's a pretty mild-mannered guy. He's intense as far as wanting to win, but this is not a guy that's, that's kicking dirt on an umpire once a week. He got kicked in the ninth inning of back-to-back games. And, and I think last night in particular, this was a, oh, crap, I blew the game by leaving him out there. Let me create a distraction, and I'll go nuts, and I'll get kicked out. So we're talking about Dave getting kicked out and the umpire blowing a call instead of what the hell know, he was Kenley it. Jansen doing out there? He felt it on his shoulders. You could tell, Trey. I think that's such a great point. It's two straight games. And yesterday, let's say more yesterday than I think the day before, what I'm referring to there is – that was – you felt like yesterday was solely on him because there's nobody at Dodger Stadium or somebody sitting on their couch that was thinking, why is Kenley in? Why is Kenley still in? Um, especially, you know, the back-to-back that you're talking about, the 60 pitches that he threw total. I, I think Dave Roberts was feeling this, the the kind of – and that's why this kind of surprises me a little bit because it, it's not – that's not his personality. Like you said, that's not how he manages. He looked a little hun- unhinged over the these last couple of days. Looked a little uh, rattled. Control. Yeah, rattled. Rattled. Rattles, rattled is the right word. Where um, didn't look like the leader or the captain or somebody that you want kind of leading your ship. Just for these two days. I'm not saying you know overall anything like that. I think most people would agree. Dave Roberts is a fantastic manager. Obviously helped lead the Dodgers to a World Series, but. It's a bad look for him, and I hate the quotes after the game. I really do. All right, we'll talk more about this. We're just getting started. Who do you blame the most for what happened last night? 877-710-ESPN+. There's somebody else who made a huge mistake last night. I'll tell you what that was and how much blame he gets. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee at 710-ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? 
your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I feel a little better, Al. I, I feel a little better unburdening myself with some of this stuff. I, I just looked at the I rundown. I, yeah, I know. I got a little nervous there. I was like, uh, hey, Al, you know what? Let Trav just kind of take care of the show today. Um, <laughs> you're just in his way. You're in his way. I feel better. I know that Ask Slee uh-huh. is coming up in about, yeah. oh, 20 minutes or so. I, I'm just – I'm feeling much better that I, 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 I got to work through some things. Instead of me yelling at the TV last night, I got to yeah. yell at you and me. Emily yeah, and Taylor. Yeah. I, I – <laughs> I there was uh, a time when you were going through your rant where I thought yeah, your headphone is long enough that I thought you were going to start ripping some of the photos off the. Uh, I, I see different things like maybe you take the fan out, maybe you pull the lamp yeah. out of the. I, I just I didn't know where you were going to go from here, but I was feeling we got it. Through it. I, yeah, I was feeling it. it. All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Very quickly, let me just throw this in there before we go to the phones. If you're on there, stay there, and we are loaded up. Cody Bellinger needs to shake himself. 0 for 4 last night, 152 batting average, 269 on base percentage, a 255 slugging percentage. These are pitcher numbers. These are not the numbers of a guy that was an MVP two seasons ago. These are the numbers of a pitcher who gets a hit occasionally. And, 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 and I mean, we're not talking about a guy that's batting eighth on this team that, you know, you can take it or leave it. The yeah. only reason this guy's in the lineup is because he's a really good center fielder, he runs the bases well, and he plays hard because his offensive production is dreadful. You know, I said this, I think I said this yesterday, the day before. Well, it, it can't get any worse, right? Did last at the night. Same time, <laughs> at the same time, every time you watch him, I'm like, maybe it can get worse. It, it's a, uh, it, it's almost, it, it's, it's, it's almost one of these players where you just keep thinking, oh, well, he's going to turn around, he's going to turn around. I, I, I don't think a lot of people have that same conversation, or have that same confidence it, maybe they had a month ago. Hey, the, the worst part of all, Slee, is that even when put, put, I'll use this as a perfect example. Yeah, Albert Pujols is not the Albert Pujols who won a bunch of MVPs for the Cardinals. He's not the guy that was the sure. best player in baseball for ten years in St. Louis. He's not that guy. When Albert Pujols steps into the batter's box, there's a you know what? You better be careful here. There's a presence. The, you you better be careful here because if you hit the center of the plate, he's going to get you. Now he you can get him out. Right, if you pitch him well, you can get him out. It's not that, but there's dangerous. You know, even when Mookie was not going well at the beginning of the season, it was you know what? You better be careful because if you throw Mookie a cookie, he's going to smoke it. I don't get that feeling don't with Cody that. Bellinger yeah, right now. They don't feel that at all. It, it just feels like he's just a guy in the lineup right now. All right, let's get to some of these phone calls. I know that people are as fired up as we are. Let's start in um, Whittier with Ted. Ted, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Ted? Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, I want to apologize to your screener. I came in a little hot, but um, <laughs> I've, I've regrouped, taking a deep breath. Um, and thanks for taking no, the call. No, we want Listen, Ted. Ted, we hot. want hot. We want hot. You come in as hot as I you want, you. buddy. Okay, cool, man. Cool. Um, uh, um, grew up in Echo Park. Um, Dodger fan since 1972. Um, and your your takes on Robert's decision to go with Jensen again and the insulting, you know, um, Comments, post-game comments. I mean, it, it, your guys are spot on. Um, I'd like to talk about 
and, and I'm sorry, and his his blind loyalty to Kershaw at times and Jensen at recent are just detrimental to the team's uh, success at times. But I'd like to talk about a couple of things that happened before that Roberts had his hands on. And that, first of all, that was pulling Bueller after one soft hit in the center field, after the way he was dominant, pitching, walking off the mound, so confident, smiling. I don't agree with that decision. And then secondly, um, you know, um, not getting Pollock over to, to a third with less than one out. I look at Gabe Kapler managing uh, the way he's managing, and I like I say, hey, I, I'd like to have a little bit of that in our dugout. What do you guys think? Well, uh, let, let's start with the the Walker Bueller piece. He thrown ninety nine pitches when they took him out of the game, which is kind of the spot where most managers go to get most guys. Okay, so I don't have a huge problem with that because you did have Blake Trinan ready to go. Blake Trinan's been really good, and he got you out of the inning, and he did a really good job in that spot. So that one doesn't really land wrong for me. Um, as far as moving a guy over, baseball's just not played like that anymore. We can argue whether it should be. We can argue whether or not bunting and sacrificing and these sorts of things should be part of the game, but... The guys that run these teams, the math whizzes, the guys that are coming out of MIT in these places, they're saying never give up an out. Never, ever, 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 ever give up an out. And so I think that's why they, they do what they do. Um, I, I think the first point that Ted was making out is, is the best one, which is and, – and, and it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I, I, I fancy myself a loyal person. I want people to be loyal to me. And it, I think it's a wonderful trait that people have – but when you're operating in a team concept, when you're operating in a in a group of, I've got 25 guys on this team, and our goal is to win the World Series, your feelings for one individual can't supersede the needs of the team. And last night, that's what happened. So I, I'm, I'm actually, I disagree a little bit, and I'll t- tell you what I'm referring to there. I agree that, or let, tell you what I disagree with. I think loyalty to one player, and if there's a, a reason for it, if there's a, I got a lot of respect for this guy, he's been with the organization for a long time, can actually rub off to the rest of the guys and say, I like that. You know, I appreciate what Dave Roberts is doing for this individual player. The problem is, when you do it to an extent where now it's starting to hurt the team, and that that's what's happening. Dave Roberts' loyalty is hurting the team. It can work two ways. One way it could work is people appreciate what you're doing for somebody else because they've been there for a long time. You want to give this guy a chance. Let him get out of this mess that he had two straight uh, save opportunities that he blew. Now you're looking at it the other way. You don't think there's players in that dugout or in that in that club basically saying to themselves, wait a minute here. Are you more interested in Kenley Jansen or are you more interested in beating the Giants? Because what we're trying to do is – at at worst, come out with a one-game deficit in the NL West, which, by the way, you should. The way Julio Urdeas pitched and the way um, Walker Bueller pitched over the last – Trav, they gave you 14-plus innings, two earned runs. That's what these two dudes did. That's exactly what you were saying a couple days ago. They have no margin for error. you got to be perfect. They were perfect. And they walked the high wire. They did it, they did it perfectly, and you still lost both games. I mean, that's that's inexcusable. Really, really, it, it, there there is no excuse for what happened. What happened two nights ago? Hey, mm-hmm. you know what? Our guy got hit. It happens. Mm-hmm. Well, keep it moving. You don't you don't do what happened last night. La- last night was entirely. You didn't learn from anything. Nothing. <laughs> you didn't, nothing. You didn't it learn from anything. Entirely avoidable. Let's go to. Um, let's see here. Uh, Rodolfo in Montclair. Rodolfo, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Rodolfo. 
All right, let's not go to Rodolfo. Let's go to great point. He was in a jet. <laughs> let's try uh, Chris this time. Chris, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, Chris? Hey, sweet T, I love your fire, man. Uh, I got all my curse words out last night. I know this is a family <laughs> show, so I'll keep it clean. Thank um, you. Dave Roberts is a player's coach, sometimes to a fault. And what I mean by that is KJ uh, Jansen is a Dodger legend, and I feel at this point Dave Roberts is killing his legacy. Uh, sometimes when people are hurting themselves, in order to be a good friend, you got to step in and let them know, hey, you got to take a step back, man. you got to try something different. I would have no problem with Jensen coming in and, you know, seventh, eighth inning, get a couple guys out. He's done as a closer. Dave Roberts needs to acknowledge that. Be a good coach. Be a good friend. Step in. Make it happen. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, I agree with that. Look, I think a couple of things need to happen here. I think you need to have Kenley Jansen go on the IL, air quotes, and, and, and you know, he's got a, a, a toe or a, an elbow or a, a knee or a, an eyebrow or whatever, whatever. Call it whatever eyebrow. you want. Yeah, no, it's an eyebrow. <laughs> Call it whatever you want. Let him try to work through and give, give him some time off because he needs it. Um, and then number two, I, I agree with you. You need to figure out the ninth inning for what you're going to do. And so I, this is not me taking a victory lap, but it's also me taking a victory lap. Sure. This is exactly what I said was going to happen. Remember when it was a month ago, we're like, hey, Kenley Jansen's been really good. I was making the argument a couple of weeks ago he should have made the All-Star team, and he probably should have. Mm-hmm. But this was my fear, that I don't care what it looks like in spring training. I sure. don't care what it looks like in May and June. What I care about is in games where they are really high-leverage games, chasing the Giants, for instance, second half of the season, for instance, playoff games, World Series games, is he your guy? And I still wasn't buying it despite everything that I had seen, and I was right because the guy that we saw last night is the same guy we saw at the end of last season, and they need to say, you know what, we're going to go make a move, we're going to go get Craig Krimble or some other closer there, or tell Blake Trinan you're our guy. You are sure. now the ninth-inning guy, and let's mm-hmm. move forward from there because this, well, Kenley's our guy. He, he can't be. He, he just I- simply can't be. I don't believe Dave Roberts, by the way. He said after Wednesday's loss, I'm not going to rethink his role. And then last night he said, I'm not reconsidering reconsidering his role. I don't believe him, Trav. I really don't. Like, I, I, I understand that he's trying to have his players back. I get all that. And, um, you know, there's certain things that you can say. You don't want to say stuff in front of media, whatever the case is. I personally don't believe that Kenley Jansen – as the season progresses, that Dave Roberts is going to sit here and face the media and say, no, 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 it's a no-brainer. He's our ninth-inning guy. Hey, he just had a, a, a bad couple of outings. That's not the case. I don't think anybody feels that way. No, and again, I don't blame Kenley Jansen for what happened last night. He went out there and did the best he could, and it wasn't good enough, but he shouldn't have been out there in the first place. Let's go to San Bernardino this time. And Milton, Milton, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Um my frustration is with the Dodgers organization, and uh, just like Jansen can go in the game without Roberts, I think what we're forgetting is that Freeman has a game plan. Blame, I'm sorry, game plan lined up for Roberts on situations and when he's going to bring who and who's going to bring in the ninth. And so what's happening is that the reason why Roberts hasn't been let go for the seven or eight years that he's been managing is because he's been doing exactly what Freeman wants him to do. If we go back to 2017 in the World Series, by the way, I was in Game 5 in Houston. Um, if Jansen would have been the closer that we, he's supposed to be, which is, it used to be when the closer came, came out, it was game over. I remember as a kid watching Gagne pitch, and it was game over. 
Every once in a while, they'll blow a game. It happens. The problem is that with Jensen in 2017, if we would have saved one of those games, we would have won it. He wouldn't have gone to a game seven. Also, Roberts, on one of those games, I believe he took out Hill with like, I think he had like 60 yes. so many pitches. He took him yes. out after giving up a couple of hits. And then he got criticized about that. And what does he do the next game? I can't remember who was pitching, but he let him go past 90 pitches because he was criticized. So a lot of the decisions that Roberts is making is because he is given a game plan. This is what you do on situations. Uh, yeah. Milton, I appreciate it. I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to respond to some of the things you said. Yes, look, this is not unique to the Dodgers. There are game plans in place before the game start that, you know, hopefully you get X amount of innings out of your starter, and then it's this guy, and then it's that guy, and you follow the blueprint. So maybe Dave was following some blueprints, but Dave Dave's also the one that walks out to the mound and says who he wants. He, he can make a change in the moment. He, there, I understand that there's some formulas that go into this, but there also has to be some, hey, I'm looking at what's happening in front of my face, and I need to, make a, I need to do something different. I, I do want to stop something real quick because okay. what, what Milton just said there, I'm not talking about letting Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts has been in the World Series three times in five years. He's won one of them. Okay, the other one they got the one that Houston they they got cheated out of. So let's let's pump the brakes on you know he would have been let go. No no no, he's done a great job. He did a bad job last night, but he's not a bad manager. But la- what I don't like is the decision he made. And now, like you've said several times, I don't like how he's just like no 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 no. This is my guy. That was a bad call at first base. That was a bad. We got to stretch for it. No 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 no. He should have never been out there in the first place. I'm uh listen if if you do something and maybe maybe Dave Roberts over the next couple of days will will as the dust settles he'll say some different things but it's obvious Trav like you and I don't have to sit here we 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 have pointed the finger at Dave Roberts a lot of Dodger fans have pointed it, it, it's kind of obvious here that Dave Roberts put Kenley Jansen in a tough position Kenley the the confidence level of Kenley coming in closing out these games important games second half of the season as the as the season progresses you've kind of mentioned this a couple of times you don't have that much confidence in it. it it's now time for Ken or now it's now time for Dave Roberts to okay we got to make some changes we got to be smarter this is not about one individual player this is about the team what are we going to do in the second half of the season I didn't feel that last night when he had all his quotes maybe that changes here over the next couple of days Let's hope so. All right, so how many bad calls in an inning take are, are too many before we finally decide, you know what, these guys are not the right guys. We'll get into that next. Plus, more of your phone calls. If you're there, stay there. That's coming up. It's Travis and Slee at 710 ESPN. Feeling a little better. We're getting a little closer to Ask Slee. I love, love how listeners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Point out when they call in that they enjoyed your rant. That yeah, I well, felt I felt like you that? were saying you were speaking <laughs> for everybody and then there's other guys that are calling in saying i cursed at the tv so much yesterday that i I actually kind of let it all out (laughs) well i i got a few in last night at the tv as well um Uh i had a a handful of you know we were texting with you and emily i was texting with greg i was texting with my buddies i had a lot of texting with my dad we we had a lot of dodger talk going on last night and the the letter f was getting hit a lot 
<laughs> we were using that one uh, pretty frequently along the way. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Three bad calls in one inning, in an important inning, in a game yeah. that might end up – look, there's a very good chance that the National League West comes down to the very last day and one game might separate these teams. You had a blown call at second base, which if you're a Giants fan, at least got you got salvaged because there's replay. Yep. You had a ball thrown from Kenley Jansen that was off the plate by two full baseballs. It wasn't close. Mm-hmm. Called a strike. And if I'm the Giants, uh, I'm just these, livid. These umpires. And then uh, you had a guy take uh, – was uh, what's his name? Darren Ruff, that had he made contact on that, it probably would have been a three-run double. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was one of those sorts of swings, and they missed them all. If we can send Jeff Bezos to space for ten yeah. seconds, no, don't don't bring then, up Bezos. Then we don't, should be able to find a way to use technology to get rid of these guys because they're get terrible. Me started on this fake space journey, okay? I don't want to hear the whole Bezos thing. Don't <laughs> let's just focus on the Dodgers right now. Don't get me heated on something that I don't need to get heated about. By the way, I did hear somebody say this yesterday. One of the news networks that I watch and is. Uh, <laughs> They called it fake space. I was like, yes, this is, I'm not the only one on this. Nobody believed. Nobody believed that uh, uh, what he did. Um, Trev, give me kind of help me out with this, because our, our, if we think if our expectations are that these umpires are going to call the games right and that you're going to feel comfortable, the the only time I ever feel good about a game is when I don't ever mention the referee or an umpire or something on those lines. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, doing the Lakers broadcast and listening to Michael and John during the game, you know how many times the refs come up? You know how many times reviews come up? Frequently. You know how many times what the hell are we doing? It, it kind of has taken over sports in a way. I, I Unfortunately, if you're depending on – even yesterday, Dave Roberts blaming it on the umps. I'm like, Dave, come on now. Like – if you're depending on the umpires to win a game or that that's if it's in their hands I'm sorry you're depending on something that you just have no control over okay a couple of things number one send your ask sleaze hashtag him ask sleaze send them to me at Travis Rogers send them to we're Alan, still doing at that? Alan Sleewood. we're still doing it it's coming up okay. soon number two is you know this as well as anybody Michael Thompson is one of the most mild-mannered fun-loving easygoing guys you're going to run across Get him going on reviews at the end of games. It's the only time I've ever seen him like genuinely frustrated about something. It. No, he loses it's, it. It's, and, it's, and he's right. And here's, well, but here's the thing. For him, it's more of I could have got home six minutes earlier. Like that. That's that, <laughs> that's the greatest reason. part about the whole thing. That, or, or when we go into overtimes. Remember, we went through that the three games in a row. They had overtimes <laughs> against like Detroit and Oklahoma City. It was some of all those lines. I'm like, everybody's going to lose it on the broadcast. <laughs> yeah. So that's the other part. And you mentioned this part. Here's Dave after the game talking about that uh, that check swing uh, that didn't go the Dodgers' way. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, he went. And the game should have been over. Um, Eddie's a really good umpire, been around for a long time. But in that spot, two contending teams, you just can't miss that call. Um, that's The game should have been over, and that's just uh, – there's no other way to look at it. He, he, well, there is another way to look at it. There is. The other way to look at it is why the hell did it come down to that pitch? Why the hell did it come down to an umpire having to make a decision in the moment? And look, did he get it wrong? Yes, it was a bad call. He swung the bat. No question about it. It never should have come to that point. That's the other way to look at it, right? This, what, this what, is if, what if Kenley things. talked? What if Kenley talked next and was like, "Well, it shouldn't have come down to that because <laughs> Dave put me in." 
and he shouldn't have put me in, or he should have pulled me when I had two guys on. Uh, how about that part of the ninth inning? When, when I when I hit my fiftieth pitch in the last two nights without getting three outs, maybe I should have come out of the game. Maybe, maybe that was maybe, a clue. Maybe, maybe that should have been a part of it along the way. Maybe Sheldon Noisy should have taken a step towards shortstop to catch that what ball. What was he doing? By the way, that what was, was he a terrible doing? play? Look, I don't mean to throw shade at this guy, but. Th- this is not the plan. The plan was not to have Chris Taylor playing short and Sheldon Noisy playing sure. second base. It's supposed to be sure. Corey Seager going to Gavin Lux. That play would have mm-hmm. – they, they would have gotten that out. But mm-hmm. Taylor did a fine – it wasn't perfect, but it was good enough. And Chris Noisy could have hurried just, a little bit more. Yeah, but, it, he, he was in a weird – he had to kind of sling it from the mm-hmm. side. But Noisy's got to reach out for that. You're not trying to turn a double play. You don't have to have your feet set. The game ends. Reach out there like you're Max Muncy and stretch to the ball. Guy sat back like it was the second inning in, in on – spring training or something yeah it was a bad deal it was a bad deal let's go to oxnard this time and nick nick you are on travis and slee what's going on today hey travis hey Slee. how are you guys doing all right good buddy thanks for calling oh yeah i just had a, a few points i would like to uh, um address so first of all i think that jensen i mean just doing the ice test his stuff's not going to work in the playoffs in safe situations. Um, it's going to be, and if it does, it's almost going to be like you're going against the grain. Um, if he blows big saves, not all, I feel like not all saves are the same. You know, this was a very, very big save a situation against the Giants to, um, you know, basically I think we were going to uh, take the lead or, or tie him. Um, another thing would be, uh, I feel like he's just in quicksand right now, kind of like going back to a, I know it's a movie, but a Footsteps Salco. We get quicksand, and that's kind of felt like Ben Simmons was like this playoffs where players. I mean, sometimes you just feel like you can't make a good move, and I feel like that's he's kind of in that situation right now. Um, and then also to add on to that, the confidence of the hitters, where I feel like everyone at the plate right now, I guess them in a situation feels like they're going to get a hit, and that's not a good thing. Um, Whoop! I think we lost him there. Uh, look, I love that Trav. All saves are not the same. It, you know, we, for we, sure, we, it's yeah, a great it, line. And we hit that. I think that was this was before even last night. We were talking about why Dodger fans were so frustrated. You you said that the win on Tuesday night felt like it was worth more than one game. Yeah. The loss on Wednesday night felt like it was more than one game. And then add that you know another loss on Thursday. There is something to that. This is if if maybe they're playing the Pirates or they're playing a team that just has there is no competitive. I'm not saying you're still not going to be frustrated at Kenley Jansen and the Dodgers, but this is these were the this was the biggest four game set you had all season so far, right? And you lost two of them the way you lost them, the fashion you lost them, even with your starters pitching as well as they did. You lost three out of four, and you should have won three out of four. That's a huge mm-hmm. swing. That, that, that's a really tough pill to swallow. Let's try one more phone call here, real quick, before we go to Ask Slee. Riverside is the next stop, and Jay, Jay, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, Travis. Hey, Slee. So I want to try to defend Dave Roberts a little bit here. Um, I think he's trying to build Jansen's confidence. And in the regular season, you don't get very many opportunities where you have high leverage situations like this. So I think he's trying to take advantage to see if he could trust Jansen when it comes to the playoff times where he, where he's going to get used in these situations or not, because it's clear that Jansen's struggling, but he needs more opportunities to show that he can trust him. What do you guys think? All right. So I, I, 
your I get theory, the concept. Yeah, yeah the concept the, the, is the, there. The concept mm-hmm. of the of what he was saying, I'm okay with it. I just don't agree with it. Because here's the thing. Relief pitchers don't get better over time. They get worse, especially guys that pitch the ninth inning. And as far as trying to build up his confidence, I think we know exactly where we were at the end of last season. Because when it got down to it, Julio Urias was pitching those innings. And let me ask you this, Al. When Urias was out there pitching at the end of those World Series games, did you did you have any question in your mind that he was going to close the show? Uh, no, you, you felt no. very confident he was going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You felt great that he was going to make it happen. I agree. When Kenley Jansen comes into these games, you don't feel great about it. And 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 it doesn't go back the other way. I know he was throwing harder early in the season. I know he's getting some guys Clock out. Clock 96 yesterday through, through pretty it, speed was good. The, the velocity was okay, but you can mm-hmm. tell, and, and this is just some pitching nonsense stuff, but mm-hmm. you can tell when a guy doesn't have it because he won't. Kenley Jansen throws strikes. The only time he doesn't throw strikes is when he's not feeling super good about his mm-hmm. ability to get the ball by guys because it's not 96 is, is velocity, mm-hmm. but what gets Kenley Jansen is movement. What gives sure. him that cutter cuts, and it wasn't cutting last night. They were just in, and, and he knows that. He knows it better than anybody. So when he starts to nibble, that's how you know he knows it ain't happening. And Dave he, needs to know that too. And they're not going to rebuild his confidence because I don't care if he goes out and saves 15 in a row, Al. If they go into the playoffs and it's the ninth inning, the Dodgers have a 5-4 to four lead against the San Diego Padres in a wild card game, and here comes Tatis and Machado and Cronenworth. You loving that? I'm not. Well, and on top of that, batters don't fear him, right? No. So there is no um, – Giants are a perfect example. They they kind of wait. Kenley's going to make a mistake or he's not coming. He's not throwing strikes, so we'll get an opportunity to walk. I, they're, they're doing things that obviously are playing to their advantage. But one thing I just want to hit on when he said that the concept of Dave Roberts kind of protecting him in that situation, hey, he needs to see if Kenley, if he's building something – you can take that chance, but you failed two games in a row against the San Francisco Giants, and you're not pointing the finger at yourself. And I think that's ticking off Dodger fans too. I think there's a lot of – you can take that risk, but you fell flat on your face, and you fell flat on your face against the San Francisco Giants. That's Those are big-time losses that you had the last two nights. All right, more Dodger talk coming up in about 15 minutes or so. We'll get back to your phone calls as well. But coming up next, and I need it. I always need it, but I've never needed it more than I need it today. It's Ask Slee coming up next on Travis and Slee 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Yes, it is. And Al, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start. I need I need to need to lighten this thing up. Right? I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna give myself an aneurysm, so I'm I'm gonna go light here to start. Uh, this, this is, is from in, Drew. This is in July, by the way. Yeah. Well. It was the Giants, and they should be in first place. Instead, they're three games out, and it happened. to See, you're making me do it again. I'm going to stop. All right, here we go. It's from Drew. Why do bars put ice cubes in the urinals? Hashtag Ask Slee. It's a great question. (laughs) It's a good question. Um, Is it a splash thing? Is it a smell thing? Is it a – and it's usually done at more higher-end places. Oh, you know you're in a classy spot if the urinal's filled with ice. That's a nice touch. I I don't have the answer to it, but I do kind of walk in there like, yeah, you know what, it's how it should be. By the way, they'll have like the (laughs) – they'll have your own personal towel too. You know, they have the small ones rolled up there. Yeah. Kind of take the jumper. Would you see where the trash can is? You know, or the uh, the little basket there. Yeah. Fantastic question, uh, Trav. I I don't have the answer to it, but I will say if – you know, a local Starbucks or a local In-N-Out had one of those. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I'm a fan. Everybody should do it. I think I think it's an uh, odor thing, but I'm not quite sure, but I always do like it uh, when I see it. All right, that was from Drew. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony writes, um, Slee, are you the guy that when anyone rings the price on the cash register that says 1987, do you say 1987? Now that was a great year. Hashtag Ask Slee. Uh, I will 100% be that guy moving forward because that is a fantastic idea. What, what is that again? 1994? Never forget that year. Okay, so let me ask you this. Have you ever worked a retail job where you're standing behind a cash register? I have not, no. Okay, I, I have. Okay, I, I have. And $20.02? It, How about that it, spring break? Old guys love that joke. Right, I worked at Sears for a while, and you'd ring something up, and it'd come up, you know, you know, 1964, and they'd go, oh, senior in high school in 1964. Boy, was that a good year. It's like... Yeah, great. I mean, sweet. Here, here, here are your I'm box actually, of screws I'm, and a hammer. Can you please leave me alone? I'm very disappointed that that's not something that I have done. But let me just tell you, uh, that's not something. I'm not going to make that mistake anymore. Moving forward in my life, I 100% will be that guy. <laughs> it's so good. All right, uh, let's see here. Let's go to the next one. This is from, ooh, I like this, new name. It's Chris Rakena. Sorry, I forgot the last name wrong there, Chris. It says, um, Slee. Are you a drizzle ketchup over your fries or dip as needed? Hashtag Ask Slee. It's a good question. I'm definitely a dip. Just kind of dip as we go. I feel like if I, you know, if I if I put too much ketchup on, and by the time I get to that side of the fries, <laughs> I'd prefer to just kind of dip as I go. You know, that's the yeah. Because if you go like drizzle over, sometimes a couple of those fries are going to get too much. And that's then that fry is kind of ruined. I just want just a teeny tiny Have control. Tiny Every fry should have a little bit of control, you know? <laughs> exactly right. And here's the main reason I read this. I like the question about the fries, but Chris also adds this on the back end of his ass slee. Mm-hmm. Trav, come by Wexler's Deli. I'll make you the best Reuben you'll ever have. Mm-hmm. I know you're a big Reuben guy. Chris, consider me there. That's going to happen at one point. Are you a Reuben guy, Slee? Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, I, I won't go out of my way for it. But I will say this. don't Nobody should be offering Travis, hey, come on by, like that invitation, because he's going to come by on Tuesday. He's going to come by on Thursday. Saturday, he's going to start texting you, hey, I don't know if you're busy, but I'm in the neighborhood. What do you mean you're in the neighborhood? We're nowhere near where you live. You live 60 miles from here. What do you mean you were in the neighborhood? <laughs> that, that, that 60 miles. 60 miles. You know what that makes me think of? 
Jeff Bezos. Bezos. He went 60 <laughs> miles. All of a sudden, it was the greatest accomplishment in the world. <laughs> I, I got a funny 60 story. 60 miles. You. You're talking about me showing up too often. Um, <laughs> when I was producing Rome a million years ago, we uh-huh. had a guy that was a, a pitcher for the Dodgers at the time. Okay, So getting guests on your show is part of, part of the gig, right? And we had this Dodger pitcher that was a fan, and he would call us occasionally, and it was great. It's like, cool, listen to the show, and he'd put him on. And it got to the point where he was calling every single day. And and we had to do the thing where I had to call the guy and say, "Um, can you maybe have this guy back off a little bit? It was the only time in my life I was telling a major leaguer, like, can you please stop calling me every day? This is becoming troublesome. (laughs) So I'll be that guy, only instead of me being a big leaguer, I'll be the guy hoovering – French dip sandwiches or yeah, Reuben sandwiches. I keep calling Wexers. I keep calling the deli spot. They're just, they're not returning my call. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> That's what's going to end up happening with this. All right, this is from Francis in Glendale. It says, uh, "Does the new Cleveland Guardians logo look like it belongs on a four dollar Old Navy kids pajamas or a made up team on an old Nintendo game?" <laughs> ooh, that's great competition there. I'm going to say, ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to say, I'll say an old baseball game. Even though those being thrown on pajamas makes a lot of sense as well. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. If you haven't seen the logo, it's gone ESPN.com. Everything's all there. That was the announcement that was made earlier today. I'll go I'll go more at an old game. Yeah, they're, they're both good. I think old game is right. We'll talk a little bit about that. The Cleveland Indians are no longer. They are now the Cleveland Guardians. That happened earlier this morning. Uh, one more. Ryan from La Jolla. Since I am a noted breakfast connoisseur, can we please get Slee's egg prep rankings? Also need to know if you're more of a bacon or sausage guy. Hashtag ask Slee. So let's start with the last thing first. Bacon or sausage? Sausage. No question about it. Zero hesitation. Okay. There is no bad answer there, so I'm fine with you being a sausage guy. Okay. Um, Egg prep. So you're ordering your eggs in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. There, you know, there's a hundred different ways to cook eggs. What are we doing? Over easy. Not bad because you want the runny yeah. yolk. Want a little runny yolk? Can I get that 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 bread just to kind of dip it in a little bit? Just kind of. I know some people don't like that. I think you're almost on one camp or the other. I don't need sunny side up. Like I want them cooked a little bit longer. But over easy is perfect for me. And uh, and let's go to work. I mean, we're not going to get mad if we get some poached eggs on that plate, right? Because you still nothing get the runny wrong yolk. with poached eggs. Absolutely nothing <laughs> wrong with poached eggs. Yeah, a poached egg. Scrambled, see, the, I don't care about. Scrambled, nah. Nah. Nah, that's that's when you're in a hurry and you just kind of want to knock them out real fast and you don't have any time. But a poached egg, so you get the white is nice and firm, so you get mm-hmm. that, but then the yolk inside is still a little bit runny. And we really, if we're eating poached eggs, we're probably having Eggs Benedict with that, which means it's a really good day. It's a really way, great way to I, start the I, day. Can I say, for all the listeners who we greatly appreciate it, you guys tweet into the show or you call. If you're going to ask a food question, impossible. If you're going to ask me a food question, impossible. Trav's not going to give his two-piece, his two sense right there. So, Trav, uh, love the way that your A kind of started coming more and more. I know you're trying to show me something. I can't see it. I can't see you can't right see now. that? No. So, I'm holding my phone up right now. It is a missed phone call from none other than Mike Funches. So, apparently, he wanted to uh, get into Ask Sleep today. So, we'll, uh, we'll see <laughs> what Funches wanted. everybody. <laughs> coming back in a little bit. All right, let's get back into the Dodgers. Us. Astley's brought to you by Kia of Carson this summer. Find your next car or SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry into Kia of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com. All right. We know what happened last night. We know what happened the night before. So have you started to feel a little differently about what might happen over the next couple of months? That's coming up next, plus more of your phone calls. It's Travis and Slee at 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 